0: The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc., or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning and welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media, and our guest today is J. V. Crum the Third. He is an entrepreneur, investor, attorney, speaker, visionary, and the founder and CEO of Conscious Millionaire Institute. He's also the director of Conscious World Foundation, which is a nonprofit that provides youth leadership training around the world. His new book, Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business by Making a Difference, is being released this fall. And he also has an ebook called Become the First Millionaire in Your Family. Wouldn't you like that? So, today we're going to be talking with JV about what it really means to build a business and be conscious about it. What kind of mindset does that need to be? What kinds of habits do you need to have? And much more. Welcome to the show today, JV. Hi, Kelly.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: So, let's just get right to the heart of it. What is a conscious
1: millionaire? Well, you know, a conscious millionaire, I really define it very simply as it's an entrepreneur who's building a business with two goals that are both equally important. One is to create a higher purpose. It's some difference they want to make. It's how they want to touch their clients and improve their lives, their businesses, their organizations. So it's something more than just making money. It's a a higher vision for what they're in business for, and they want to create high profits while they do it.
0: So in, in order to... Be a Conscious Millionaire, in order to create a business that you're really conscious about. What are some of the habits, some of the successful things that entrepreneurs do to increase their wealth?
1: Well, you know, the first I have seven habits, and the first three really come from the formula for creating wealth, which is really – that's actually the foundation for everything I do. So I'll take you through those three steps real quickly, Kelly. The first one is to be conscious. Now, conscious really means being aware, to be aware of what's right for you, what's right for other people, society, what works in terms of making money, what kind of marketing, uh, what strategies you need, where you're headed. So it's all about being conscious, and I tell people that's really where 80% of the wealth is created. The second one is to be focused. So it's conscious, focused. And to be focused, you need to have a clear, specific outcome, a result that's measurable, that you want to achieve, and the third is to take action. And in terms of the habits, the first one is to be Mm -hmm. conscious, to go through your day conscious. The second one is to take focus and to be clear about what it is that you want to achieve with that day and then to take the actions best aligned with that outcome.
0: So there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of ideas and have a lot of thoughts about what they might like to do, but the thing that makes the real difference is the people who move forward and actually take the action and that's where a lot of people, that that's where the success is elusive for a lot of people because they just never get to that point where they put it into practice.
1: I, I absolutely agree. So let's break that down and make it simple for them. If each day they would have a specific outcome, a priority for that day, At least one priority and an outcome that's measurable that has some benefit, an ROI, what I call it, it's a return on investment to their business. Is it helping them get more traffic, more sales, build a product? Those are, those are typical outcomes. And they get really focused on that and then ask, okay, what are the actions I should take? Just list them out. It's pretty simple and ask yourself, what's the first one? The easy way to get started is to take three simple actions first because you start a momentum. And then you can start moving forward and you just chunk it down. I find that people get too big of chunks and they get overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. Get it down to a small step and just take that step.
0: So let me ask you this. As a business owner myself, we're talking to business owners, and rationally, we get it. Everything you said makes perfect sense, but you walk into the office and you think, okay, here are the three things I'm going to do today. I feel focused, and you have the best of intentions. And then the minute you hit the office, things start exploding all around you. So my question to you is, how do you stay focused once you get to the office and you start getting thrown all these curves? And you, the practical part of the matter is that you start getting sucked in to all of the different things that are happening in the office. How do you maintain that focus on that outcome that you're trying to achieve?
1: Well, I, um, I that's a great question because we've all been through that ourselves. Every yeah, day. Every day. <laughs> I, I, I've been building businesses since I was 23, so this is my whole life. What I do is I train my whole team to use uh, a program that I have where you choose three priorities for the day, so we have a team, what's the three priorities for the day, what are the results, and get everybody aligned to that and say, okay, 80% of our time is going to stay focused. You get people in a focused place, and only 20% can go to other things. So it's, it's literally starting, and it, and it sounds difficult at first because you have to learn some, some new rules about life, is using the word no. Because otherwise, your whole day is going to get sucked in. And we all know what that's like because we've all truthfully been through that day. And part of it is saying, learning to say, this is my focus. It's like I have my, my personal phone so it's set up so it goes to, an, goes to a voicemail and then I can retrieve them. It's not going on emails all day long. It's going on at, you know, maybe every hour or two hours because that's the only way you can stay focused. So you either take control – or you let all the externals suck you in. And it depends on whether you walk in the room with a priority and you've trained your team that they've got priorities, too, and that's the way we're going to run the business.
0: Sure. Well, and I think one of the keys, though, is just having that priority, because if you walk in without it, you are undoubtedly going to get sucked into all You're, of that.
1: You, you are dead in the water. Um, and, and I set it all up the day before. So, And part of it – Part of the real key is I go, what's the real purpose for my day? Most people walk in with a to-do list, so I'll just take you through this real quickly. I have people set up a purpose, and the purpose is tied to one of your major, and I have people work on three goals because I don't think anybody can achieve more than that. Um, Whether it's short-term, month, quarter, year, what is what is one of those goals, and what's your priority for the day that's tied to it, and then what are your your, that's your purpose, what are your one to three priorities, and you can't have any more than that because I don't believe anybody can accomplish more than that, what's one to th- three uh, results for each, and then what are the actions. But if you have that all outlined, now you can check it off as you do it, and you walk in and it's not a to-do list, it's a result list. You're focused on results and you keep your mind going, hey, i got to get this result by five or six and, and it must be achieved, and that keeps that keeps you focused. If you don't walk in with that game plan, I don't think you have a hope. That,
0: that's absolutely true. Let's shift here a little bit. One of the things that you talk about is new versus old wealth consciousness. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, the old wealth consciousness, I say, is the world that we're moving from, but it still dominates the majority of culture and the majority of what you're going to hear on CNBC you know, read in the newspapers, and that's a world in which there's this belief system that's predominated by win-lose, and that is one person to win, another person has to lose, right? And, uh, and that's a world in which people believe in scarcity. They go, there's only X number of customers in the world for my product, and therefore I've got to go take customers away from someone else, the new wealth consciousness is one based on what i call the triple win it's you others in society are going to simultaneously win together and that's not ethereal that's not some high hopes it's really very practical if you're helping your clients win your customers win their lives are going to be better off and so is the community they live in because they're going to they're going to be able to produce their wealth they'll have wealth they help people by doing that and their community is better off it's very practical So it's like it's looking at do you want to come from a world that says there's just not enough or do you want to come from a world that says there really is enough? The question is who are my ideal customers and how do I best connect with them so they understand that what I have is really the value they're looking for. You don't need somebody else's customers. What you need is your customers and you need to learn how to connect with them and that's when it makes a difference. And then everybody's winning.
0: Right. And sometimes the mistake that business owners make is to get so focused on the competition that they can't see right. opportunities opening up right over here. And as you said, what what a customer for your competition may not be your ideal customer. So it, it's really more important to focus on your goals and what you can deliver as opposed I mean, be aware of your competition but, but don't stay so solely focused on them, which is what a lot of companies do.
1: Well, and also reframing uh, even seeing them as competitors because another way to look at them is there are other people delivering services in my market, and what I ask clients to do is think of two of those people each month that you could connect with and find out how you could do something together where you both win. Like you're selling your products to their customers because they're going to have a different customer base. They're selling them to yours. Maybe there's something that's slightly different. Maybe you can promote something together. Um, You and I are doing calls. We both work with entrepreneurs. Are we competing with each other? No. I'm on your podcast to add value to the people that that you provide your radio show. So it's looking for where's our synergy opportunity, and that's where all the opportunities come from.
0: So you, you've pretty well laid out what new wealth consciousness is. Now, how do you use that for what you call second-stage capitalism?
1: Great. Well, first-stage capitalism is just about the money. It's only about the bottom line. Second stage, it's about creating some greater purpose along with that. And it really is a, it's a philosophy that comes through in everything I do, everything that I teach, and that is that if we, if we approach We approach our business authentically. We're approaching it being true to who we are, what I call our true north. Um, And we're there to be of service. That's where all these opportunities come from, and it's also where all the fulfillment comes from. So the second stage of capitalism, as I see it, is it's being conscious of how you create the wealth by adding value. And when you're focused on adding the value, you will you will make as much wealth as value you create for others. So it, is, it no longer becomes about competition. It no longer becomes it's just about the money. It's really the how to the process of how you create your wealth becomes just as important as where the wealth, uh, the, the bottom line number, and in fact, that bottom line number is going to multiply when your focus is on how I can add value. That's To me, that's just common sense.
0: Really, you're talking about, Figuring out how to unite your profit and your purpose to grow your business, right? And study after study shows that uh, yes, people want to be compensated well, but uh, most people, in order to keep them engaged and to keep them moving to higher levels of productivity, it, it is about working for a purpose. Absolutely, you need the the financial compensation. I'm not trying to undermine that, but but the the higher purpose is what keeps people even more engaged?
1: I mean, I was here Sunday night till 15 in the morning, came back at eight. The reason I'm here because I believe in what I'm doing. So it's important for me to get my message out. It's important for me to have uh, everything that I'm doing uh, available to people. So it's going to make a difference in the world. That's really what keeps me going. And I think when you have a team, I mean, I say when you're going to hire somebody, let's think about that because that's your team. The first thing is that they've got to have the right attitude because you cannot train attitude. There's, you know, no, you've got to have an attitude of I'm going to get it done, I'm going to work with other people, we're going to play like a team. The second thing, far more important than the actual skills, is are they aligned with your vision and your values? Are you all playing the same game? And if you're not playing the same game, I don't care what the skills are, it's never going to work because you don't have the same outcome. But if you're about You're going to be working at odds, but if you get a team around you that really believe that what you're doing matters, that it's important and they feel emotionally connected to it, that's when your company is going to grow because you're going for something that matters. That's what's going to keep you up. That's what's going to get you up at 6 in the morning because you go, God, I've got to get to the office because I want everyone to get my email. I want what I say to them to touch them in a way that matters. To them.
0: Yes. Okay, so you're, what you're talking about then is selecting and building that ideal millionaire team. So you have to – You have to find somebody with the right attitude. You have to find people who don't just have the skills, but the people who uh, have the same ideals as you do, the same value system as you do. Now, as a leader or as a manager, depending on who's listening today, a business owner, that flies a little bit in the face of some of what you hear from HR personnel or what you hear from HR consultants who are, I think, much
1: uh, I think this is uh, really the heart of Conscious Millionaire. It's the difference between first stage and second stage, and it's really a difference between what is your real priority in building this business. So if you're just building a business to put money in the, account, money in the bank account, that's really all you're doing it for, then you're going to hire people and you're going to have priorities that start with skills and you're not really going to care whether they're buying into your vision because you don't care about the vision. You know, you know, that's not going to be where you start. But if you really care about the vision, then you start there. You don't ignore I mean, I do testing. I do discs. I do different things to find out, you know, what is, is this person going to fit on these levels. But if they don't make it through the attitude and purpose and values sorts before I get there, that doesn't matter. And it's getting clear that what is your business about. And if the business is about making a difference in other people's lives, then make that the real driver, and that will drive to your bottom line. It doesn't mean you ignore all the rest of this. I mean, I'm a metrics guy. I'm trained as a tax attorney. I I look at all my numbers, but I have a reason I'm looking at the numbers. I want to make a difference in people's lives, and that's the big difference, and I believe – If if people are honest with themselves, I think every listener you have will resonate with they want to be fulfilled at the end of the day and feel that what they did really mattered. And if you don't have that, I think when the bumps come along, and I've been building companies all my life, the bumps will come along. You're not going to have the staying power because you're going to go, oh, I'm tired of this, because you don't think it even matters that it does stay, so let's go do something else. And I see that. I see people do that. They get burned out because you're focused on the wrong thing.
0: Okay, so really what this is boiling down to is before you ever open your door, before you ever hire your first – Person to to be part of that millionaire team, you have to get very very clear. You talked about coming in each day with your your three things to to achieve the outcome. Your, your three but, priorities. But you yep. really it, that clarity has to start long before you start talking about each day. You as a business That's owner clarity. have to get really really clear about the purpose of this business and and mm-hmm. the larger outcome and purpose of that business before you can ask anybody to join you in that endeavor, because that's really what you're doing. You're selling your vision to, to the people that are going to come and help you carry it out. And if you're not clear about this, then you've just sold them a bill of goods.
1: I, I completely agree. I mean, this is exactly what I teach people. Is like, I don't care if you already have some uh, employees or you don't. We're going to stop right now. If I'm working with somebody, we're going to start right now, and we're going to get clarity about your purpose and what are your values and what's this all about. Because until you have that, you can't build a business as far as I'm concerned because you don't know where you're really headed.
0: Okay, so you have a book, uh, a guidebook that you have a link to, and you wanted to offer that to our listeners today. Can you tell us about
1: that? Sure, I have. In addition to my book that's coming out, The Conscious Millionaire: Grow a Business by Making a Difference, I've written an e-book that I want to give them. um, And the e-book is Become the First Millionaire in Your Family, and the subtitle is Make a Difference to the Ones You Love, because that's who I am. That's who most of my clients are. That's probably who everybody is listening. If they came from money, they don't need to build the money. So most people, it's like it's really becoming the first millionaire in your family, and what's that all about, and what do you need to be thinking, and what do you need to be focused on? And it starts with the story of Ben Franklin, who, uh, who was the first millionaire in the United States, and I'd say he was the first conscious millionaire because he became the, he did so much good with the money that he created, but he was our first millionaire. And so it starts and builds on that whole story and then talks about, well, what do you need to be thinking about and what kind of actions do you need to be taking if you too want to be the first millionaire and why do you want to be the first millionaire? It's really because you want to make a difference for your kids, for your parents. You want to have money to give to causes. You want to have a great lifestyle. You want to take the vacations you haven't before. You want to make a big change. And getting clear about that, having a big why that's meaningful to you, helps you on that journey because you now know where you're going. And otherwise, you don't know where you're going.
0: Where right. You're going. How would our listeners access that ebook?
1: Very simple. Go to coachedbyamillionaire.com forward slash bonus. That's just coached by a forward slash bonus and they just uh, can sign up right there, it'll give them a link, it'll take them to a page and they can download the PDF.
0: Again, that is coached by a millionaire forward slash bonus and you'll learn the story of ben franklin the first millionaire in the united states something i didn't know until today so thank you for sharing that and you will learn how you can you can achieve that for your yourself and for your family so as we leave today jv what would you just a final piece of advice that you would give our listeners
1: sure i i would say you know i would say celebrate the gift that you have of your life and being here on the planet and and acknowledge that you're here for an important reason, and that important reason is very connected to why you chose to be an entrepreneur, and that reason is you want to make a difference in people's lives. So get clear about that so you can make it on a massive level.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, your insights. We really enjoyed talking with you, J.V. Well, thank you, Kelly. If you'd like to learn more about growing your business, you can visit our website at www. IThinkBigger.com. Take a look at some of the articles and resources that are out there. You can follow us on Twitter at IThinkBigger.com and you can like our Facebook page at Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.